Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of It's Worth Living. We just want to thank you all, um, all of our listeners, for tuning in. Um, just wanted to remind you that um, this podcast, our podcast, It's Worth Living, would not be um, where it is without you. So thank you. Um, Pete, I, I know we haven't, you know, touched bases. It's been what, almost two weeks. We've had Thanksgiving. Um, I hope that you had a blessed time with family. I know you traveled. I traveled. Um, it was great to see, you know, faces or family members that we haven't seen, um, you know, whether it's nieces, nephews that are growing, um, seeing our children, and, you know, and, and just the family in general, getting along, singing, laughing, dancing, eating um, has been great. But as I, you know, ponder on this episode, Pete, as we talk, the one thing that came to mind um, this week is oftentimes families come together, right? We come mm -hmm. together, especially during Thanksgiving or for the holidays, we put a smile on our face, we're happy to see each other, but at the end of the day, so many of us sit around the table. And that's the question I want to ask. So many of us sit around the table. Are we truly happy? Are we harboring anything? And so this uh, um, episode, um, on the topic for this episode today, Pete, I wanted us to focus more on um, harboring. Are we harboring feelings, you know, um, and, and especially for those that we truly appreciate? And this topic actually came to mind, Pete, when I um, actually uh, ran or read um, something that's one of our old classmates. Um, and I, I told her that I was going to, you know, talk about it. And, and she said, oftentimes, it's e if you do something wrong to me, the next time I probably, you'll probably hear from me is 2070. So I reached out and I said, wow. I said, that's like, you know, I said, hopefully you're exaggerating. And she said, no, I do have a hard time and I'm working on um, holding grudges because when somebody does me wrong, it's very hard for me to let go and forgive. And so um, this topic, Pete, you know, while we were thankful, you know, for our last episode, our last couple, we were thankful for being with family. Oftentimes, even with the thankfulness, we often harbor feelings with those mm -hmm. that we love. You can sit at the same table, we harbor feelings. So what's your take? What would you like to share? What would you like to talk about? What would you share with them, with everyone? Bro, that's, that's one thing that is so common just about uh, around, like, everybody, especially family members. Uh, yeah. When it comes to uh, when it comes to harboring feelings, holding grudges, it's something that people do sometimes subconsciously, and that mm. that's really when things get out of out of hand because you're holding grudges against something that happened during uh, during a conversation or a meeting with friends, family, or otherwise. And then mm -hmm. now you have to remember every time you see that person, oh, I'm upset at them, so therefore I now I need to get to to my um, to my feelings in order to um, show them I'm still upset. Mm -hmm. Now I don't want to I don't want to put a definition on it because there's so many different ways we can define it. We can talk about it. It's just now when you hold those feelings, do you think it's okay 
or what does it prove? That's the question we need to ask ourselves. What does it prove that we are upset at this person or that person? I'm known not, uh, to not hold grudges. I have wronged others and others have wronged me. And honestly, I'd like to get to the bottom of it as soon as possible, as much as possible, as quick as possible, just so that we know, because I have no time to remember why I was upset at you. <laughs> or do I have time to try to remember why, what you did to me? Now, granted, we do we have talked about this in the past as part of a conversation, but this, you know, in this one, we're gonna just focus on that as far as holding grudges. First of all, it doesn't do you any good, nor does it do the person or hurt the person in any way. Okay, you don't talk to the person because you're upset at them, something happened. What happens then? Uh, you both basically have to now. Uh, create this, uh, this this scenario every time because we know it's not the real thing anymore because the real thing had already passed. Whatever that got us upset already passed. Now we have to create a recreate a scenario to be yeah. upset at that person every time. That's a lot of work. I don't have time for that kind of work. Therefore, I don't yeah. grudges. Yeah, people people may be thinking, oh yeah, you don't. no, I really don't. Anybody that knows me that hears this episode thinks that I'm mad at them for whatever reason, please let me know <laughs> because. <laughs> <laughs> To me, it doesn't make sense to be upset or to hold grudges against someone else. Uh, we have um, we have different ways of expressing ourselves, and yeah, sometimes you know something happened between two two friends, and they need some time to think about it, and that's okay. But when you hold grudge, saying this person is no longer my friend, or I will never talk to this person again as long as I live, doesn't hurt the person, nor does it hurt you. Actually, it may hurt you more than it hurts the person because it creates a stress for you every time yeah. you see that person that affects your own health you see you see what i mean so it, it just becomes this chore that you have to remember every time just because i'm mad at this person i think we should just get up and move on i mean we'll talk more about it as we go forward but what about you what comes to mind when when that friend told you about the you know holding grudges man i i, I thought to myself i said okay man, for me it may not be as long as 2070. That's what I was thinking about. It may not be as long as 2070. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think when 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 if I if I've been wrong in the past, I may not, you know, blurt out and, and say something to that person right away, but I remember and I hold it, you know, I remember that episode. And sometimes um even that scenario or that situation, and it's something I'm you know, you're working on, you work on daily. If if, if mm -hmm. I feel as if it's happened, I would just keep my distance, you know, yeah. um, and try to not make contact. Um, because again, it, it was more so of, wow, you did this to me. So that, that, con that concept, you forgive and you forget, or, and I, I you know, yeah, I can say, I, I can say in some situations, yeah, you forgive, but you don't forget. Or maybe that situation too can say, I don't forgive and I don't forget. So that's it. Um, but the truth, like you, you just mentioned something which was key, and it was, hey, let's get, you know, for me, it's good to get to the bottom of it to try to fix what the problem is, especially if you were friends, or especially if you guys had some type of relationship or connection, because oftentimes uh, the situation or the scenario that you're playing in your mind may be a little bit more extreme than what the problem is, because the person may have said something different than what you're thinking, and when you speak to them, they may say, well. That's not what I was saying, or that's not what I, you know, that's not what I, you know, uh, had in mind. 
So one of the things is rather than harboring, especially, like you said, you know, holidays, especially, you know, you, if you see this person on a regular basis and you're constantly doing that, that's a problem. Yeah, I mean, it's, I've met people who said, you know, I haven't talked to my dad in a long time. Why haven't you talked to my siblings in a long time? I'm always wondering, how does, how is that even possible? Mm-hmm. So nobody thinks of, you know, sending a message or sending a text or call to figure out if that person is still alive. It, no. it, it, for me, it's weird. And it could be because of the way I, I grew up. I, I'm, yeah. one of, I'm one of five middle children. Okay. So I, uh, it, it's just hard for me to think that, okay, like, even if I don't hear from, from my brothers for a couple of weeks, I would send a text just, yeah. uh, just to say, what's up? You know, you know what I mean? So, oh, I was yeah. in a text saying, oh, yeah, by the way, so-and-so said something. Whether it's, it's meaningful or meaningless, it doesn't matter. The person, the person uh, answers and you kind of know, okay, yeah, the person is alive. Something is happening. The person is probably busy and it, it is what it is. Because I get pretty busy myself and sometimes I can't even answer text messages. It takes longer, maybe a few hours or so, but it's not because I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm not talking to this person. Now, what do you do when you consciously say, I don't want to talk to this person anymore? And this person sometimes doesn't even know. Why don't you clear the air? Like, okay, just to uh, cover one, one another part, I know some, some people probably would like, what if this person is uh, is toxic for your for your life or you know, a toxic mm-hmm. person for for it's a toxic relationship? Now it's understandable, but you have to tell the person. We can't mm. be we can't be as close as we were because when you're around, this is what happens to me. Mm. So I'm going to decide to back off. Now, if you need to back off, that's fine, but you can still check if the person is okay or not. You know, but mm. the person is not dead to you, like some people say, I hate that term, you're dead to me. <laughs> the person yeah. actually dies the next day. This is where some guilt comes into play. People are saying, oh yeah, I don't want to talk to this person, but then they're full of guilt if something does happen to that person and they really can never talk to that person anymore. Mm. is that something you really want or is it better to just clear the air and move forward with your life not necessarily with that person every day anymore but at least you know you've made your peace yeah or does it have to be a grudge and you know i think pete oftentimes when when the grudge comes in or ego ego is a major you know a key component in well, I'm, I'm waiting for them to come. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to say anything. And I know family members that are like that. I know it. Where mm-hmm. you do something wrong to them one time. Listen, when they come and I'm like, to me, I'm like, wow, you've known this person for 20 years. And they just did one thing and you just cut them off right away. And the person sometimes may think to themselves, I don't know what I did. I don't know what I did that was so bad. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, like you said, you don't even exist. Um, so I know family members like that. Is, 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 it, is, that, is that the right direction to take? Of course not. Because as you said, Pete, one of the things is rather than keeping a distance, maybe sometimes it's best to tell the person, hey, when you are around, this is how you make me feel. Now, if the person doesn't respect that, then that's a different situation. But at least you were able to explain and say, hey, this is what's on my chest. This is what's on my mind. Um, spending time or, or, or conversing with you or the last time um, or the last few times we were together, this is what happened. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I didn't like it, you know. Um, so communication at, at the end of the day is key, even when we harbor things. Because here's the thing too, health-wise, Pete, when you think about it, you harbor on these things and 
you're angry and you're, you know, your body feels, it tenses up, but you don't realize that your organs are affected. Your immune system is affected as well. And so now you add on extra stress to yourself <laughs> because of this harboring that now you end up possibly with an ailment, with a disease. And now you're like, where did this come from? Exactly. Not realizing that some of those feelings that you're having, emotions, if it's not checked or if it's not kept uh, um, at, at bay, it can throw your hormones, it can throw different things in your body, which can cause these things to happen. Of course. The thing is, too, I, I've seen a husband and wives doing the same thing with each other. Uh, yeah, the silent treatment or the whole brothers against each other, or they hold that one thing that so one of them did, and then uh, every conversation that comes up, and some of them claim that it's not a grudge. It is the grudge when you have to, when you have to repeat the same thing they told you guys talked about or I've already discussed into the mix of a whole other situation just because you want a reason to be upset at him. That is a grudge. My mm. my, my my point is, does it make you feel better? Is it something that makes you feel better about yourself that makes you feel okay, you know what? Um now that I have <laughs> I have something, uh, some type of upper hand, but you don't. It's affecting you physically and emotionally because you have mm. to create that scenario, like I mentioned, but also you have to, to feel the same situation again just because you want to feel upset at this person. And that is not good for your body because your body doesn't necessarily need that stress over and over. And if you ill, that makes it even worse. Because your body can't can't get better because the stress is pushing it down. Mm. That works. We've talked about that in the past, where if you know any illnesses you have, the mm -hmm. stress accentuates that. It makes it worse. It pushes it yeah. to so that way you never get better because and you while you're thinking the illness is not getting better, is not helping, or the medication you're taking is not is not working, your stress is making it worse. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So touching bases on this, Pete, I know you are on an assignment and um, where you're at right now. Um, tell us if, you, if you've had to experience, um, whether it's with patients or even some of the um, co co-workers that you're working with, if you've experienced that thus far on this assignment where... Yeah, that's a big yes. I mean, it could be like some... And I'll tell you straight. I, I don't want to name any names, but there's some mm -hmm. that are because the coworkers are stressing them out and now they choose not to talk to them anymore, I'm upset. And, and I understand coworkers can be annoying. It is yeah. what it is. It, it, you know, some coworkers you get along with, others you don't, and that's fine. But why let them stress you? That's one. Number two, we've had couples, like, or, or the, 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 the husband is sitting right next to the wife who is in, in, in her bed sick, but yet they're still complaining about that thing so-and-so did a few months ago or a couple of weeks mm -hmm. ago, or even earlier that day. Why does that even matter? I don't know. But <clears throat> the thing is, as human beings, we tend to hold on to things to make us feel better when in reality it's making us feel worse. Mm -hmm. We want to hold it so we can say, this is what you did to me, to play the victim. Yes, victim, it's bad to be a victim. 
But for some reason, a lot of people like to play the victim, to be the victim, just so that I can tell the story. When you do tell the story, it does not make you feel any better. It doesn't. When you hold on to this hurt, this pain, or whatever it is that's stressing you out so much, it's not helping you. Yeah. It's unfortunate yeah. that you have to tell some people that. If some of them listen and try to let it go, others don't. But as I, I, I'm hoping that our listeners are smarter than that, they can listen to this and say, okay, you know what? There's no point of fighting with this guy or there's no point of fighting with this woman. It, it, uh, there's no point of holding a brush against them because it's not gonna do anything to help the situation. Let's talk about it and see if we can put it behind us and then move forward. Hopefully that's what our audience is getting from all this because from, from the story you said, he said, yes, okay. Ed, if you do something to me, why can't I tell yeah. you, bro? I mean, we, we boys, and yeah. you know, you did this, and I, I, I didn't appreciate it. And I would hope that we can go past it, you know, it, you know, just so that we don't have to think about it anymore or talk about it anymore or you know, even face something similar to that. Why can't that be a conversation, especially if it's somebody you think you're close to? Like I said, husband and wives have been doing this forever. Mm. Silent treatment didn't come out of nowhere. <laughs> you know it, yeah. it's just it's just one of these things we need to hopefully teach our generation to be better at this as far as yeah. conversation is going communication is one of the main important things that we do in life but for some reason half of the population does not know how to communicate they simply yeah. know how to express their emotions silently and assume yeah. that it's going to fix things and the crazy the sad thing too is like you said with this the, the generation after us our children or you know just children in general mm -hmm. they they mimic and they they, they see you know what oh, yeah. we do they mimic our actions our behaviors and now we live in a time where everyone is their minds are fixed on social media so we're living in a time where even you know conversing or having relations outside of social media has already been sparse it's been difficult so yeah. when you add this to the picture we add to it um it makes it it makes it a lot difficult and so um like you said pete it's important for us to if we if we've known each other for so long or if you have a relation with someone what is the difficulty you know what is the problem is it really the person that won't understand hmm. or is it pride or ego thing that you have within yourself, not willing to let go and be vulnerable and being yeah. honest and being transparent. Mm -hmm. Because oftentimes people believe, oh, if I'm then I'm weak, but it's not a sign of weakness. No. It's, no, it's a strength to really come out and say, this is how I'm feeling. This is what's happening yeah. to me. And I like that you, you mentioned the vulnerability. The ego holds us back from being vulnerable to other people. And for that reason, we prefer to just hold that issue against the person, assuming nothing else can change but what happened. So yeah. that that happened basically becomes the center of that relationship and that never gets fixed because you don't like what happened. And that person, either whether they know or not, they don't, you know, it just becomes an issue. Because sometimes people yeah. do something to someone and they don't know, they don't they do something to you, they don't know they did it. And then you go on in life being upset at them and they have no idea that this is And that has happened to me a few times. One of the close friends that I had was upset at me for a while and I didn't know until recently when I mm. called to ask him for a favor, he told me straight up, I'm mad at you. I'm like, mm. 
I'm like, I didn't know that. Well, why didn't you say something? He's like, bro, you know, because we we had we had we actually spoke a few times after the event happens, but wow. he never mentioned it. I guess he needed the time, but he was still upset at me for a while. It was like years had gone by when mm-hmm. I finally called him just for a simple conversation, and that's when I found out that he was upset at me. Wow. And wow. then I'm like. Bro, I still consider you my bro. I didn't know that was happening or how you felt that way. I, you should have told me sooner. I would have never exactly. put you through that because honestly, why would I let you feel that way knowing every time you hear my name, this is the, the this is what it reminds you of. Why? Yeah. yeah. But in yeah. reality, some people do that. And a lot of people do that for, you know, for that reason. We have a lot of chaos in this world because nobody's speaking up. Nobody exactly. said anything how they feel or, you know, they just let time goes by holding up and bubbling it up until it explodes. Yeah. yeah. So it's unfortunate that we have to live in a time where things is happening like this, but, you know, it is what it is. You know, we one of the things that exactly, you know, one of the things that comes to mind, Pete, is even harboring. I, I was grateful this you know, um, Thanksgiving, spend time with family. It's, it's something that I haven't done in a long time, especially on, you know, my dad's dad side of the family. Everyone usually gets together every year. And, um, you know, it took a tragedy, you know, um, the passing of my aunt um, for us to really take the time, you know, at least at least the um, my cousins, the children to come together, you know, and, and, and uh, spend time. Because the truth of the matter is, tomorrow's not promised, mm-hmm. and so I was grateful, you know, that we were all together, even if it was for a short time. Just being able to be in the same place, the same room, um, laughing and joking and laugh, you know, and just having a good time. Um, I think that one of the things that we have to keep in mind too is, you know, we we're here today, you know, but tomorrow we don't know what it's going to bring. We don't know if we're going to be here. We don't know if the people that we you know we have concerns and issues with are going to be here. And I don't want it to be a scare tactic to say, oh, you know, but it's more so let's think about that, you know. Is, is holding a grudge really that important? Is holding it that important? And um, I understand too, you know, there are some situations that people have hurt us. There's some situations or some scenarios or experiences that you've gone through that has been very hurtful. Um, but then if that's the case, then the most important thing to do is to get the help, whether it's a therapist or someone to speak it out. Exactly. And even if you're unable to, and you can, you can, you know, you can, you can, you can piggyback Pete and tell me if that's a good idea or not, or for our listeners, even if you're unable to speak to that person face to face, maybe even writing a letter or something, right? Mm-hmm. To just explain, you know, how you felt all these years, because you have to release it. Because when you don't release it, you're holding it, and it just doesn't help. It doesn't. Honestly, as a matter of fact, the letter idea is such a great idea because uh, I've told people that in the past, especially when they're, when they're dealing with someone, especially not only, especially when, when they have someone who has passed and they didn't have a chance to say anything uh, to the person. Mm. Or, uh, and you write the letter and, you know, it helps you release because talking about things helps in so many ways that people, you, you, it's hard to really express uh, why that is but it helps you just basically voice out the information or the opinion what you had in mind to really say 
but you didn't have the chance to say, or you don't have the chance to say. Uh, I would definitely encourage you to talk to the person that you have the issue with, but if the letters was gonna make you feel better, at least the, as a stepping stone, you can do that. Keep it there. If you, when you feel that you're ready, you can tell them, but don't take too long. I mean, no. I know people who have died with their own letter or other, you know, they, the other person passed away because, you know, at a certain age, and it really, you can't really tell these days what, how old people are gonna pass away because things happen. You know, things happen at any time point. You can't really control it. But the sooner you confront the situation, talk about it, or just merely just voice your opinion and how you feel, the better you'll be moving forward because you won't know uh, how good life is to you unless you really feel like you are release of all issues that's holding you back from progressing which is awesome man I, and, and i i don't know anything else that i can add to that pete but just reminding our listeners you know harboring doesn't help harboring actually makes you feel bad it makes it doesn't help you know the situation doesn't help you so it's important to you know to, to really look within yourself do some self-reflection and if you are harboring Mm -hmm. Whether it's family, whether it's coworkers, friends, your children, your spouse, whoever it may be, really ask yourself: Is it really worth it? Exactly. Is it worth it? The life you have, you really just have it the one time. Just don't make it a miserable life because you're holding something that is against somebody. And if you know you have a best friend or a close friend or someone that is close to you that is. You know, and your feelings are keeping you apart from it because of something that happened between the two of you. You need to get up and do something about it because um, yeah. before you know it, life is over. And again, exactly. uh, as usual, I want to you know thank everybody for listening. Of course, if you uh, you know just feel free to go back to the other episodes and reach out to us on Instagram uh, at at um, it's worth living uh, one. Uh, and uh, our email address is worthliving1 at gmail.com. Just let us know how you feel, what uh, you would like for us to talk about again uh, as we move forward. And, uh, and if um, Ed has something to say, we'll just do that before we end. Yeah, last part. You know what I thought about? Oftentimes, mm -hmm. everyone has a New Year's resolution, want to make mm -hmm. a change. So this year, rather than doing a New Year's resolution in regards to harboring, mm -hmm. do an end of the year resolution. Exactly. Right before the end. We have a couple of weeks left. Mm -hmm. Look within yourselves. If there's anyone that you have any issues with the concerns, try yeah. to find the yeah. opportunity. And the issue you don't want to bring to the new year so you can be your better self. Right? So you can be an individual that you're not only proud of, but you can feel comfortable not just talking about, it, but moving forward for you towards your own success. Do that. Because um, we can say life is short, but it is much shorter than we think. Because as we say, life is short, we're thinking about next week, next two years, mm. but tonight can be the last one. As usual, I want to remi remind all our, our, our audience members, I am remarkably made, you are remarkably made, we are remarkably made, and therefore, it's worth living.